How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It back. back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. It's school days on the High School Scoreboard Show. As Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. All right, it's that time in our show, and uh, we always love this segment because we get a chance to visit with someone and, and reflect on the school days and and coach, the guy we got tonight played the game at his highest level. At the highest level. The highest level, man. But we're not even going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how cold it is in Green Bay. No, nah, we're not even going to. We're talk not going to talk about, about how cold it is in Green Bay. We're not yeah. about playing. It's over. been enough Green Bay talk on here. <laughs> I don't know. We got over Georgia Tech. You know, fantastic career there, but we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about high. It's Friday night, Sam. Okay. It's not Saturday or Sunday. All right. All right. It's Friday night. All right. All right. Well, let me tell you, what we got we got Morgan Burnett here. Had a fantastic career, Super 11 player uh, at North Clayton High School. Uh, he's coaching these days, but his team has tonight off so we can get him to join us. Coach, uh, welcome to, to, to the Scoreboard Show. I uh, appreciate y'all having me on tonight. Great to have you on. Great to hear your voice. And just uh, when we think about you on Friday night, some uh, tremendous times. When you think about those times at North Clayton, and uh, you guys were a feared program on the south side of town. What kind of memories does it bring back for you? Uh, it it brings back a lot of, of great memories because at the time, <clears throat> that's when my brother, Cap Burnett, really got into coaching. So I was probably one of his first real projects <laughs> that he groomed up <laughs> to turn out to be a good athlete. So that was a lot of good time. And I felt around that time, my brother and I was very close, but when we went through our, my high school career. That really brought us closer together, especially with my group of friends. That graduated with me, so it was it was a lot of fun times, a lot of big wins, and uh, it's still times that me and my buddies we talk about to this day. Morgan, what one moment stands out as kind of your favorite or most influential moment during that time at North Clayton? Uh, I think it had to be probably my sophomore year. That was kind of like this game was kind of like my coming out party. We had faced Lovejoy at Twelve O Stadium at the time. That was two thousand five. And at the time, Lovejoy had some top recruits, and I think they was ranked high in the state at the moment. And we coming off a three and seven year from the previous year, so no one really expected much from us. And I just remember my brother was telling us all throughout the summer workout, man, we're gonna shock the world, y'all keep grinding, don't do too much talking, just go out and play. And in that game, I came up with I had like four touchdowns, I threw a like ninety five yard touchdown. And we ended up beating Lovejoy 
And I think that's kind of what started to get North Clayton's respect back in the county and kind of back on the south side. So I, that was the most memorable for me because I felt like that was my coming out party to Georgia high school awesome. football. You know, I fact-checked, Sam. He's right, 47 to nothing. Yeah. I looked second game of the year, 47 to nothing, 12 Oaks Stadium. Yeah. He, he didn't miss a point even. Yeah, he didn't yeah, even give him yeah. that 48 point. He not, knew it was right. We're not going to call Coach Al Hughes up about that because he probably remembers that. He remembers that one, too. <laughs> he remembers that one, too. Uh, great games you guys won during that season. Imagine the season. You guys were amazed, Southwest DeKalb. What was that win, the win over Southwest DeKalb? How big was that for you? No, that was huge for us because uh, that win, we was, we was on the road. And they and it made it made worse was I kind of started slow that game. I think I might have popped it off with a, I had a fumble, I had an interception. Whoa. So it, it, you talking about playing through adversity? That was one of those growing pain moments where I had to really grow up as a young teenager, leading the team as a quarterback. But I overcame. We overcame it as a team, and we was able to get do a come from behind victory. So that was big for us against Southwest Cab because that was a good football program. Morgan, you mentioned your brother a couple times. He's the head coach now at North Clayton. Uh, really doing a great job there, 4-1 and one this year. We've highlighted him a couple times on the show. Uh, how proud are you? How excited is it to see him get that program going in that direction, bringing back some of the days of Morgan Burnett? Uh, I'm, I'm super proud and just super happy for my brother because, man, you talk about a guy that's passionate, not just for the game of football, but just passionate about where we came from. And, you know, he was a – big superstar at our school, and I feel like he, a biased opinion coming from his little brother, but I feel like he was the best player to ever come through North Clayton. And he's passionate about those kids and those young men deeper than just football. And you can just see it when you go back to the school, the impact he has on those young students. So just seeing his team, his program be successful, man, it's, it's an awesome thing to see. Folks, we're spending some time talking with Morgan Burnett. Uh, on our school days, and uh, you know, of course, out of North Clayton, you a quarterback and a safety. When did you come off the field? Sound like you were out there the whole game. <laughs> yeah, we. I tell you, we had a little model. We didn't come off the field too much. It was it was offense, defense, special teams. So in practice, we had to go extra hard during conditioning before and after practice, just to make sure you can make it through the game. So. <laughs> It was. I learned quick about hydration. Make sure you drink a lot of water because cramping up, having full body cramp is not. It's not a fun thing to do. No, it's not. <laughs> I hope everybody heard that PSA from Morgan Gabe. Uh, drink some water. <laughs> um, Morgan, you know, you were you were a big time recruit. I do a segment every week about coaching and my time coaching and give some advice. Today I talked about recruiting. So you as I understand it, were also a great track athlete. Talk about playing multiple sports and talk about the process and any advice you have for guys going through that now that want to be you. They want to be a Super Bowl champion. They want to go to Georgia Tech. They want to play in the NFL. What do they need to be doing now? No, I definitely encourage just to play multiple sports. I mean, because nowadays you see where everyone does the specialized training, and that, that's cool, but I feel like playing multiple sports, it kind of gives your body like a different shock to work different muscles doing different type of movements. So I always encourage to play multiple sports. And there's also a way to showcase your school pride. You represent your school because when you do go out to college, you only get to play one sport. So this is probably the last go run you'll have with your buddies to do multiple things. And so I just say play multiple sports to stay in shape. 
And then with the recruiting process, I just tell guys, man, just even my player, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the process. Don't stress about it. Let the chips fall where they may. And what's for you is for you, man, but enjoy your high school experience. You only get this experience once. And when it's time to go to college, the right school at the right time will pick you up. And when you get there, that's not the finish line, man. You got to get there. When you get to school, you got to compete, work even harder, and try to make plays and get on the field. But tell guys all the time, enjoy this moment, man, because here I am now, retiring NFL vet, and I can remember my high school days like yesterday. So enjoy it because it goes by fast. Morgan, the thing I can remember is those matchups with North Clayton and Riverdale. And it didn't matter what sport it was. Uh, it could be football. And I know when you guys played basketball, they 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 – you know, the fire marshal wouldn't let anybody else in because everybody wanted to show up. But talk about how that felt. Uh, like you said, you guys who were playing in different sports and feeling that kind of pride, especially for certain matchups where you know the whole community was really just bought into it. Oh, It, it was fun because those, those rivalries are fun because a lot of guys, we either played against each other from Little League all the way up to high school or we might have played together in Little League. But according to where we lived in Clayton County, you had to go to North Clayton or you had to go to Riverdale. So that's why I said the multiple sports because it was almost like, all right, if y'all if y'all got us in football, well, no, I got to go play basketball because I got we got to get y'all in basketball. <laughs> or we get y'all in basketball, and now it's like, all right, well, we got to run track. We got to play baseball. We can't let y'all beat us like that. So it was just that competitive atmosphere, school pride, and it was – Man, it was so much fun just seeing the fans show up in the stands, packed house. Those are the games where you wanted to make sure you, you know, submit your legacy in the North Clayton Riverdale rivalry. Yep. <laughs> that's exciting. That's exciting, Sam. And that's what you what it's all about is hearing these guys who won the Super Bowl, been in big time college football, got big time recruit, and still remembering all the details mm-hmm. of their high school days. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. That, that means what, what, what it really meant to them. Oh, what was it that you carry with you? I know a lot of you get from, you know, from, from your brother. Um, everyone we talk to uh, on this segment talk about something that they got from a coach or, you know, one of their coaches at high school that they carry with them to this day. Um, what, what, what would you say those things are? Uh, the number one thing I would tell you, I tell you with me everywhere and I still hold on to this day is this was me and my brother's cap first coach and that's our dad cap burnett senior and he always no matter what we did he always would tell us like no matter what room you in no matter what football field you on what locker room you go into he always say y'all stay always stay true to yourself and he'll always stay true to yourself understand who you are understand what you're capable of and wherever you step foot on whether that's high school college level nfl level stay true to yourself and know who you are and know what you're capable of, and put your best foot forward. And when you walk out the field, you can live with the results, knowing that I gave it everything that I had. I never tried to be something that I wasn't, and I tried to be the best Morgan Burnett I could be. And I still live by that to this day, and I try to teach that to my kids as well. Yeah, Morgan's a coach now, Sam. He's yeah, like, he he's, I'm an old coach. I'm ret- he's, he's actually coaching. <laughs> uh, so what do you care? What, what's, what's Coach Burnett about? Uh, it, it, it's for Coach Burnett. I'm all about, you know, giving max effort. Tell the guys, man, leave it all out on the field. And at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw. You always want to play for the win, but win, lose, or draw. When you cut on that film, 
I can look back at it and say I gave it everything I had and I can live with the results, whether that's good or bad, whether I learn from it or I try to stay consistent and keep it going. But one thing I want to do is play with maximum effort. I can't control everything, but I can be 100% on my effort. So that's what I preach from Coach Burnett. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who do they ask you about? They they know you played in the league and and, and, and very recently played in the league. Is there somebody that they – ask you about or facing a certain team or facing a certain quarterback or receiver? Oh, yeah, Dev. They always ask. I get the, a lot of – the most questions I, I get is who is the hardest guy to cover or who is the best receiver you win against and who is the hardest guy to tackle. So I tell them all the time, man, Calvin Johnson was, <laughs> oh, <laughs> was my the goodness. best receiver, was the best receiver I ever played against. And I'll tell them the hardest guy to tackle – I would say it's like 1A, 1B. 1A, I would say Adrian Peterson, 1B would be Marshawn Lynch. How about that? Well, hey, we, qu- yeah, I get those questions all the time. <laughs> and, and we had Calvin Johnson on this segment. Yes. So yeah. Morgan and Calvin now are, con- are their equals yeah. on this segment. Yeah, that? Would, 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 <laughs> what was it like when you got to face him? Because you guys were in the same division. Uh, what, what, what was that like? Oh, man, it was it was like you you watch him on film – and you hear all the things about him. Just being from Atlanta and Georgia, Georgia Tech, I know the history of Calvin Johnson. But it's just, just hey, he's good as advertised. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you, and it's different. You see the speed on TV, but you got to – you see the speed sitting in the sand, but it's a different speed when, when you lined up across yeah. from him, man. He know how to pick him up and put him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Georgia high school legends there. How about, How about that? that? How about it? that? Absolutely. 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 Morgan, we appreciate you spending some time with us, especially with your team being off tonight. Folks, you already know he's – he uh, Coach Burnett is coaching over at Walton, and they're off to a tremendous start this season. Fantastic team. Fantastic team. And uh, you guys got a, got, got, got a break tonight. And um, – you know, was was it like been so far this season for you? Oh, it's been fun. It's it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy it, man. Just just to be able to, you know, I can no longer play now, but just staying connected to the game and just seeing the young athlete. You know, the best of thrill I get out of is just being able to give back to the game and teach a kid something that I learned along the way. And you see a kid understand it and go out and make a play and be successful. I mean, it's awesome. It's fun. Uh, it's a good group of coaches around there. Awesome kids. Oh, man, they they really make it fun, and it kind of reminds you of the beauty of this game and why you really started playing it in the first place. So I enjoy every moment of it. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. We appreciate you spending some time with us, uh, reflecting on, on some of your times at North Clayton. Uh, you guys were awesome program down there, and you and your brother and your brothers carrying things forward down there. Got them off to a great start. Morgan Burnett, thanks so much for – Spending some time and talking about your school days with us tonight. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the light. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. It's the high school scoreboard show on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker. Nine flows up in the Kia Studios. Got Dom working the other side of the glass. And we've heard from our reporters who've been out around the area. And we still got people checking in with us. One, of course, from High Five Sports, Kelly Price was at a game over in DeKalb County tonight. Kelly, welcome to the scoreboard show. And talk about the game where you were tonight. Yeah, this one was kind of a wild one. Almost 100 points scored in this game. The final score was Stevenson winning 48-41. This is the fifth time they've won this rivalry game over Tucker, which is a crazy streak if you think about it. Um, but they actually were down 20-13 to 13 at the half. So they had a comeback. They were aided by three uh, third-quarter touchdowns, two of them by Devin Ingram, um, their running back, who actually led all of DeKalb County in rushing yards last season. So, it was a big comeback win for them and a big rivalry win for them as well. Watching this game, and of course it's big, of course, obviously in the county, uh, a lot of attention placed on it. Stevenson now with an impressive record to start the season. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I, I think they're now 3-1 and one, uh, or 4-0. and oh. Yeah, 4-1. and one. Yeah, 4-1. and one. So, yeah, big start for them. Um, on the other side, now Tucker has lost three straight, so tough. Tough uh, road for them going into region play. Yeah, both these teams now inter region play, like you said, and both have great opportunities to compete in their region. Both do. Uh, both these are very proud programs that Sam covered for his both really big DeKalb programs. What did you see that you think the teams are going to have to do better or you're going to have to see more of for them to compete in their region? I really think both can compete in their region to win the region. I really do. Yeah, I was really impressed with Tucker's quarterback. I hadn't, uh, you know, seen him play before. He's humongous, he's like 6'8. Um, he was, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, really impressive. He had a couple really, really long passes that were just, just really beautiful to watch. Honestly. Um, I was impressed with him. Um, but their offense also great running game with their running back as well. Um, but Devin Ingram, man, he's, he is legit (laughs) for for, uh, second half touchdowns for him. He was impressive tonight. Kelly, we're more than halfway through the regular season. Talk about high five sports. What are you guys keeping an eye on tonight? Yeah, I think the show is, what time is it right now? It's 24. I guess the show is almost over now, but um, we kind of got people everywhere every single week. Um, I think we had a couple of DeKalb games today, but um, obviously the game of the week is, is my focus. But we always try to get everywhere. I know you guys, I think you guys were just doing something with North Clayton when I called in. Um, yeah. They were our team of the week this year, or this week. Um, obviously the fighting DJ Shockley's, we love to, <laughs> we love to send <laughs> DJ out there. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. A lot of fun for him to go back to the place where he played his high school ball. And, of course, absolutely. Kelly's got Bill Hartman's old gig. He got Bill Hartman's old gig. Yeah. But now it's just Kelly's gig. It is Kelly's gig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those are big shoes to fill. I will not comment on that. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, always great to hear from you. Thanks so much for checking in with us on this Friday night and safe travels. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on. All right. That is Kelly Price from uh, Fox 5 Sports. And, of course, she is social. You can find her at D. Kelly Price, all lowercase, at D. Kelly Price. All right. Oh, there's a game out in Cobb County. 
with a yeah. finish that some of us weren't expecting. But McEachern gets a big win. And I think we do have that coach. Coach Reed. We got we coach, coach Dareem Reed, Reed uh, from McEachern yes, with the win over Valdosta tonight. Congratulations, Coach. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show. Oh, I appreciate it, fellas, man. Um, thank you for having me on. Coach, first, congrats on the win, man. I know that was a great one to get. And you're coming in. It's your first year. You and I talked before the season. You know, it doesn't go your way a little bit early because you're playing a tough schedule, man, and you're also dealing with some injuries, and I know all that. But what does tonight do for this team moving forward? Uh, you know, it just validated the work. Our, our kids, you know, have continued to, to practice really well every single week, and it was just a matter of time before the work that we were putting in came to fruition. And so I'm just super proud of the fact that, you know, we haven't had guys, you know, that kind of stopped believing. And so – uh Although, you know, we weren't getting the wins and the outcomes that we wanted, we knew we were getting better. And we made a couple adjustments offensively. I think defensively, we've played well throughout the entire season. If you peel the layers back and look at the stats, mm-hmm. uh, we, we played well in every single game. It's just we had to figure it out on offense. And, and finally, I think we kind of got the formula right, and, and now uh, you guys are seeing the results. Yeah. 28-7 final score, McEachin with the win over Valdosta tonight. First, when, when, when the schedules came out, that's a game that, like, just jumped off the page for me. Uh, we rarely get to see Valdosta around here this time of year, uh, usually not till like, playoff time or something. Uh, and just the idea you had them come into your place. Yeah, I mean, that that, that was, uh, like you said, it's a brand, right? So Valdosta, to me, I like to tell people, it's kind of like the, the Alabama of, of, of Georgia football, along with, like, Buford and things of that nature. So when you have those guys on the schedule, um, it's not a hard – week to kind of get you guys up to, to prepare. And so for us, I love to compete against the best of the best. Um, you know, I like to kind of measure myself against, you know, uh, guys that like Shelton Felton, who, who I actually am pretty tight with uh, from his days way back at Christmas when he was in college. We kind of have, have taken similar paths back to the Georgia high school football, right? So um, it was fun tonight to compete against him and, and obviously get a quality win against a, tr- you know, traditional powerhouse in the state of Georgia. Yeah, both of you do a great job, Coach. But now you move into your uh, region schedule, and we've talked about your region a lot tonight. And it's one of those regions where I think all the teams are have are probably all think they can win every one of these games, and obviously half of them can't. So what's got to improve for your team to get through this region schedule and be where you want to be after that 10th game? I mean, we we just worried about us. You know, at the end of the day, regardless of the, the opponent, we just want to make sure that when we watch the tape after the game, Saturday morning or Friday night, you know, or whenever it is, that we're getting better each and every week and that we're not beating ourselves. And so, you know, obviously our goal when we, we started this journey together was to win the region. McEachin did not make the playoffs last year for the first time in a long time. And so um, we our goal is to go from worst to first, right? And we want to win the region. So um, obviously it's a new start for us, a fresh start for us after the bye coming up and got a big challenge in front of us with the undefeated Harrison um, coming into our place. And so we'll prepare and get back to in the, in the lab in, in a couple of days and, and get ready for that. going to ask you how, you, how do you spend next week? And, you know, this is a great win to have some momentum going on, and you guys got to buy next week. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take an opportunity to get those guys uh, banged up healthy um, and then kind of get back to the fundamentals a little bit, right? So we'll have a – uh, practice on Monday. We'll practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Uh, 
get back to kind of our skills and drills, a lot of indie work, and then just kind of introducing what those guys are going to see um, come, come in, in a couple of weeks from Harrison in terms of formations, things of that nature. So kind of get back to the basics a little bit, allow our guys to heal up that are banged up, and then kind of prepare for the next one. Yeah, that's a, that's a great concept, Coach, and that's what you need coming into this end of the season. And talk real quick about the people that don't understand folks' records and they don't know that some teams are 4-0 and and they're not all that great and some are 0-4 and, and they're <laughs> not too bad. And what did you learn about your team through struggling? Because you guys did struggle. I mean, you obviously want to win. And we watched you in a Corky Kell. We thought you did a great job. It just didn't work out. So what did you learn about your team that now you know going into these last few games? Well, what I do know is that we got a bunch of kids that are like competitors, right? And they just fight and scrap and claw. And they've asked, they've done everything we've asked of them since we walked in uh, back in March as a staff. And, and what I do know is that, you know, when you – the casual fan will look at the record all and say those guys aren't very good. When you, you looked at us and we were 0-3 and 0-4 after we didn't even play a whole game against Newton, they called it. Um, and but, but when you look at the opponents we've played, we've been in some battles. Mm-hmm. against some just defending state champs, mm-hmm. perennial playoff teams like Douglas County that's rolling right now. And so, you know, uh, we just had to keep figuring it out. It's our first year. Our kids, we had to figure out the formula for how we were going to prep each week in terms of what worked for us in practice. And then obviously schematically, um, we did have to make some adjustments on offense to kind of put our guys in better positions. But those losses early are really lessons, right? Yeah. And I think they're going to prepare us for for the future. Yep. How long do you enjoy this one, Coach? What are you doing there? They send something nice over for you to eat? You got a nice steak dinner there? What you got? Uh, I got a big fat cigar I'm about to light up for sure. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and and the good thing is, the beauty of this, this, this deal here is that we're on a bye week, so I can enjoy it for a little bit longer a than A little bit longer. Hours. Yeah. It's probably not yeah. a steak dinner. It might be some chicken or something. It's going to be something, though, right? Yeah. It don't even, I'm, I'm so excited. I don't even, I'm not even hungry right now. I just want to <laughs> soak it all in, man. So uh, Congratulations on the win, I get around to it. Yeah, Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. I uh, congratulations, Coach. Enjoy the bye week, and we'll, we'll keep in, keeping up with you the rest of the way, all right? Appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. All right. That is Coach Kareem Reed out at uh, McEachern, and they get the win tonight, 28-7 uh, to 7 over Valdosta. So a uh, rough night for Lowndes County as Lowndes comes up and gets, uh, you know, get beat over Grayson. 40 to nothing. 40 to nothing at Grayson. Grayson 40, Lowndes 0. And then Valdosta comes over, and uh, McEachern beats them 28-7. Yeah, yeah. Long ride back to South Long Georgia. Long ride back to South Georgia. But those are great teams. They're proud teams. They'll they'll be back, too. They'll be back, too. But yeah. tonight wasn't their night. Yeah. And um, sometimes, you know, you lay it on the line, it doesn't go your way. And Coach Reed dealt with that the first four games. You know, he started yeah. 0-4. He knows how they feel. Yeah, yeah. And man. then you got to come back and play the next week. It's all about consistency, Sam. Come back the next week, ready to go, 0-0 zero and zero next week. You know, and now McEachern's challenge will be, can they build on this? And they got the big game against Harrison two weeks from now. Yeah. I'm still talking Cobb County. North Cobb, 42. Milton, 27. That's a, Final that, score in that one. Yeah, that's a um, that's a statement win. Yeah. You know, that's a win where, you know, we knew both teams were pretty good. But I think most people probably have Milton in that. It was at home. And Milton's been maybe, you know, they've maybe been a hair more of a favorite in that game. But I thought North Cobb really, really, really took it to a really – looked good, and I actually watched that game. So yeah. I'm saying this is first-hand knowledge yeah. that I thought North Cobb really played well. 
Noonan gets the first game of the first win of the season. 21-15, Noonan the winner over, over South Paul. Yeah, over South Paul. It's a good win for Noonan and Coach Chip Walker and his team. Uh, congrats on the win tonight. Norcross 27, South Gwinnett 20. This was a tough ball game because South Gwinnett was undefeated coming into this. Yeah, South Gwinnett gets their first loss of the year, but they they hung with Norcross. You know, they're, they're putting the little people on notice that they're not – you know, they're not just going to go out there and let you beat them by two or three or four touchdowns. No. Mill you know, Creek's a win over Parkview, 30-20. to 20. Figured that was going to be a good Yeah, I'm game. not sure that's not the best win. In a weird way, it's Douglas County over Langston Hughes probably got to be the best yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. But Mill Creek beating I – mean, that's a very talented Parkview team. It is. And Mill Creek, you know, supposed to be rebuilding. It might be reloading. Uh, how about Kennesaw Mountain getting their first win tonight, 36-15 to 15 over South Cobb. Uh, that's a good win for them. Um Glenn Academy got the win in overtime, twenty-two to fifteen over Brunswick in the battle. Grudge of match. That's a grudge match. Yeah. Whenever those two get together down there, still down on the coast, Long County and Savannah Country Day. Savannah Country Day, seventeen, uh, fourteen winners. Schley County by Macon County, thirty-four to seven. That's that's an awful good football team. Well, Schley County, they're they're like state champ good. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, Woodward Academy, forty-two to six winners over Alcove is tonight. Okay, okay. City of Atlanta, Thurl 35, South Atlanta 8. Big win, Thurl. Yeah, Thurl having a nice season. Having a nice season, having a nice season. And we mentioned McNair. McNair is a winner over Columbia. 30, 31-6, McNair. How about that? Dunwoody beat Lakeside the Cavs 16-15 tonight. Dunwoody staying undefeated. Wow. Win, good rate, good win for them. All right, we're going to come back with some more scores. Look ahead to next week. Maybe look at some rankings and see how things uh, shake out tonight. If there's going to be any movement this week, we'll talk about that in more. We get ready to wrap things up on this Friday night. So glad you've been with us here for the Scoreboard Show, High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9 The Game. Back Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Scoreboard show on this Friday night, first Friday night of fall. So glad you've been with us and accessing us in whatever way you may do it, be it, you know, by phone or be your smart device or, you know, downloading the Odyssey app. So glad that you're with us on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw along with Coach Chris Parker and uh, Dom Taroski has been getting things done on the other side of the glass over there. He's just happy because Stevenson won tonight. So Dom's in a, in a great mood. He's over there just effervescent. <laughs> yeah, Fox Five was there. Kelly called yeah, us, yeah, gave Kelly. us the lowdown. Yeah, Dom's team won. Yeah. He's happy. He's having a wonderful time. <laughs> look at some of the other scores that have gone final here, and then we look ahead to some of the games we may want to watch for next week. Um, we mentioned some other ones. Let me see um, a number of them you already mentioned. Well, I think I'm looking at what I'm looking at. Sam, right now is the top ten in seven A. Okay, and seeing who they play and where, and I'm looking at. Milton's in the top ten. They're eight. They'll probably be out. 
Okay. Valdosta was nine. They lost. They'll probably be out. And the question is, who are these other teams? You know, you got Buford is one, Colquitt County's two, Mill Creek three, Walton's four, yeah. Carrollton's five. I don't think anybody's going to move any of them. Parkview lost their six, but they lost to Mill Creek. You know, yeah. you got to figure. Newton, sneaky good. You know, I wasn't here last week when Newton beat Westlake. Yeah. Newton, yeah. sneaky good. Good coach, um, Coach Skelton. Uh, they're going to take it over right there. Norcross got the win tonight. Grayson wins. Like you said, Milton. I think Milton you also Falls. see Lambert. How about that Lambert team? Still Is Lambert undefeated. in there? No, they're not now, but I think they might be Monday. Maybe. I mean, you're looking at a Lambert team that's undefeated. It just beats Coweta, who had some several good wins. Uh, East Coweta beat Sandy Creek. East what, about, beat, what about North Cobb? Yeah, North Cobb. North Cobb's got two losses. They but they're two tough, losses, though. But, they're two, but they are to Buford and um, Westlake. So, you know, and I think Westlake could creep back in there, too, you know, with one loss. So okay. there's, there's about 12 or 13, maybe 14 teams that you can make an argument for. And so those games next week that I know you were looking at, is it's going to just keep being a little more that puzzle gets revealed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how it's kind of kind of looking. What you see? What you see in six A that, that that you like? I see Gainesville's up there, but Langston Hughes. Langston losing. Hughes, t- second loss of the season for Langston Hughes. That's that's going to drop them down. Thomas County Central dominated. Houston County dominated. Lee County didn't play. That's three, four, and five. See, yeah. right now number three is Thomas County Central. Number four is Houston County. Number five is Lee County. All of them will bump up one, and all three of them are in the same region. You know that. So that would mean three of the top four teams in the region are in that one region. Wow. So they're going to all play each other, right? They right. haven't yet, but they're going to. Right. And you got Rome, who's coming off a great performance. You got Marist, who's always there. Roswell has really been good this year. I mean, you got some good teams. But Douglas County slipped in at 10th. Okay, so, so what happens with them? They're going to be higher than 10th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I don't know who you jump because there's some, some really good teams above them. But, yeah, I see them. They're 5-0 and with that win over Langston Hughes. That's, that's pretty good. It is. That is. That is pretty strong for that one. In 5A, um, we talked about Ware County. They were playing Bainbridge tonight. Yeah, Ware County lost to Bainbridge, so they'll drop out of that one spot. And then you got Creekside, who's only losses to, you know, modern day in California. Uh, they'll, they may jump back into the one spot. But you got Coffee's looked really good. Jefferson, Cartersville. Yeah. Those three teams are going to be vying for that top spot. Warner Robins got beat tonight. They'll drop out. And remember I told you a long time about Hiram. Sneaky good. Yeah, watch out for them. Yeah, they, they're going to jump up. And then Dalton. Got into the top ten this week, but then lost, so they'll, they'll probably drop out. Okay, okay. And 4A, you still got Benedictine, you know, down on the coast. Yeah, they just quietly just keep dominating, don't they? Yeah, they I do. Mean, just racking up championships, wins, just really impressed with them. North Oconee, same. Troop, who oh. I really thought Benedictine, North Oconee, and Troop were all state champ contenders about the same right now, but mm-hmm. Troop knocks out of that group. You know, the quarterback didn't play tonight, but they get the loss, and so they're going to drop from that spot. Perry bumps up. Bainbridge will bump up with that win over Ware County for sure. Right. And then think of teams like Holy Innocence, Burke County, still undefeated. Um, you're going to set up some nice games down the year to see if they can remain undefeated. Yeah. Go to 3A and Cedar Grove, of course. You you, you know, you kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the record that, yeah. that you see when it comes yeah, to Cedar Grove. Yeah, Cedar Grove's going to be two and four. And they're, I would – Challenge anybody listening on the Odyssey app in North Dakota or Wisconsin or California or wherever else they are to find me anybody in the country that's better than them <laughs> that's two and four. Yeah. Uh, they've just played such a tough schedule. You know, they're going to lose some games. But Calvary Day has not really played a close game. They've they've been really impressive. 
You might think maybe they can give them a game. But really, it's going to be tough for any of these teams to beat Cedar Grove in the state championship. Sandy Creek, you know, is the defending champs. They got a chance. Uh, Savannah Christian, Calvary Day are playing each other, so that's one. And you know, but you're going to see, you're going to see that there's not a Cedar Grove like team yeah. in this three A. In three A, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be tough to beat. Yes, them two A now. Of course, you know Thompson was up top. They got to win again tonight. Yeah, big win for Thompson. Appling County's. Good. They're off this week. They play Pierce next week, a big game where Pierce is four. Appling's two, Pierce is four in double A. They'll play each other next week. So that'll be a big game on just seeing where that kind of sorts out this time of year. And don't forget about Northeast. Yeah. Beat Ware County now four and one. They won over Southwest. All right. Um, we go to one uh, A Division two, and you just, we just mentioned Schley. A little while ago, Schley County. Yeah, Schley County. I think. Um, I mean, they're the fa- They that was one. In, that was a one and two game tonight. You know. That was Schley County number one in the state, Macon County number two in the state. Yep. And Schley County beat them by, what, like 30 points or something? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, that tells you where the Schley County is right now. Yep. Uh, if you look at the Division one in single A, I mean, Prince Avenue Christian, man, come on. Yeah. I mean, they're really, really good. They beat up on Pensacola Catholic tonight, Florida team. And Irwin County got a loss. Metter beat Irwin County, which I thought was a really good win for Metter um, in single A, Division one. Yep. And that's what we're looking at as far as uh, some rankings uh, go. And what you may see some changes coming up next week. Uh, next week, some games. Let's see the Cobb schools are on break. They're on fall break. On yeah. fall break. Uh, and, but you are seeing some other schools getting into region play. And so uh, we'll watch some games. There's some games on Thursday and then on Friday. Boy, we just talked about we, that. We talked with Coach Banks about his, his region in Lincoln County and Aquinas next yeah, week. Yeah, that'll be a big one. Uh, we talked a little bit about Walton earlier, and he talked about them being tested with North Paulding. You know, North Paulding is in that region with Harrison and Marietta, one we talked about a lot tonight in the right. future. This is their last non-region game. Nobody's played a game against Walton. North Paulding's undefeated. Walton's undefeated. It's going to be real interesting to watch that one, just to see if it can hang. You know, if, and then – I.J. Rosenberg's on with us earlier. He talked about the Peachtree TV game. They're going to have Houston County and Lee County, two of the top four teams in 6A, yeah. playing a region game against each other at Houston County. Coach Jeremy Edwards got in there. Since he got in there last year, Houston County has really taken off, and that's that's going to be one to watch. I got a neighborhood uh, matchup next week, Roswell against Blessed Trinity. Mm-hmm. It's they right throw a rock in them places. Yeah, they can. They're, they're, they're right beside each other. They're pretty, pretty, pretty close by. Um, Cartersville and Calhoun. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. For that seventy-five North area, that's when you get outside of metro area. That is the um, those are the two teams up that area over the last twenty years or so really dominated. That ought to be exciting. That's a region game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a very difficult region. Um, Peach County and Carver Atlanta. Mm. Peach County's still playing out of their region, I guess. In yeah. Carver too, uh, and that'll be an interesting Coach Miles. Yeah, Coach Westbrook, two of my favorites. I think that's going to be going to be a pretty good ball game. Cedar Town and Central Carrollton. Mm. Cedar Town really playing a brutal schedule, but Central Carrollton undefeated. Yeah, but they haven't played anybody like Cedar Town. I don't think yet. And so you're going to see where they stand in that region. That's a region game. Mm-hmm. So you see, when I say that's a region game, what I mean is the winner of that game may win that tiebreaker to win the region, like we talked about Stars Mill and Troop tonight. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Creekside has Mays. Last year, Mays gave Creekside a tough they game. Really they did. almost beat them. They really did. I bet Coach uh, Dixon will have them boys ready. Think so? I think they'll be watching that video a little bit this week. 
Hiram and Dalton. You talked about that region. This is another big one. In that yeah, region. Hiram's getting a lot of hype yeah. that they haven't gotten. Now they got to overcome that hype, right? Dalton's got to overcome a loss. First loss of the year came today. Both teams trying to overcome something. Which team's going to show up with a zero and zero mindset next week? Just trying to win that one game for the week. And that that's what you got to see this time of year. Who can be consistent? You're seeing some teams, Sam, that have a great night. Yeah. And then the next week they lose. Or you're seeing some teams that are really struggling, and the next week we got their coach on here bragging on them. Yep. You know, the key is to be consistent week in, week out, and bring bring it every week. The teams that are going to really be successful this year are, are the teams that are able to do this every week, every week. And I think Dalton and Hiram is a great example of of who can maintain that momentum. Who yep. can, can Dalton build off the first games that they won, or are they going to dwell on the one they lost? Can they come back and get better? Can Hiram build on what they've been doing and really have a really, really special season? Watching for that. What we got? Creekview playing Etowah? Came up in Cherokee County. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Uh, Creekview's having a nice season putting together. It's a county game. It's a region game. And and Etowah got their first loss last week, but they're having a nice season too. And you talked about being sneaky good. Newton. Yeah, Newton's sneaky good. They got Grayson next week. Well, we're going to see, ain't we? No, I mean, look, it won't shock me if Newton beats Grayson. Okay. And Grayson just won 40 to nothing over Lounge. You're right. I'm just see, I haven't even seen Newton play. I'm looking at these scores. Now, it also wouldn't shock me if Grayson beat Newton. Newton. I'm right. Not, right. No, no, I'm, that's a 50-50 game for me. But I think for the last 10 years, that wouldn't have been a 50-50 game, right? right. Grayson's winning that game. Newton must be sneaky good, man. I mean, they put it on Westlake. They beat McEachern. Um, they didn't play a close game. The other ones, I, it's going to be a real test for them to see, are they legitimately a top? Five ten team in the state. You'll get to see that next week. Yep, yeah, we will. We'll be watching for that one for sure because um, you know that's that, that's a game for, for that you know, and it's, you get into region play for those teams. It, it's tough. It's a tough assignment, but um, we'll see what they have coming up next week. Should be good. You see, Sandy Creek's got Harris County next week. Pace Academy's got Hampton next week. Um, Westminster and Holy Innocence. You mentioned mm-hmm. that that Holy Innocence is still undefeated. Langston Hughes, well, they got Alexandria. See if they bounce, try to bounce back next week uh, after the disappointing loss tonight. Yeah, it's going to be some, going to be some games. So we start separating. You know, October is a very separating month, and I know it won't be October next Friday, but it'll be September 29th. That's pretty close. And you're really starting that separation period of the season where you really start seeing, yeah, so and so had a nice run early in the year, but mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to maintain that. Or so and so had a nice run. And they've messed around and beat somebody and shown they're for real, you know. Or so and so was struggling, like McEachern. They have a nice win. Now they're going to start rolling. Yeah. You know, you, you you're going to start seeing that separation of the teams and and really being able to see who's for real and who's not getting in that region play. Yeah. Um. So another one here's big. Oh, Pierce County, Appling County. Yeah, that's a game. Yeah, that's old South Georgia. That's what Coach Nolan said. Be a slobber knock. <laughs> Coach Nolan bringing that out. Hadn't heard that in a uh, knocker. ages, yeah. ages. Parkview looks to bounce back next week against South Gwinnett. May not be easy. Yeah, South Gwinnett's a a tough, they're tough out now. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. Looking for a good one. Looking for a good one there. So that's some of the games that are coming up uh, next Friday night. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Irwin County lost tonight. They got Swainsboro next week. Yeah, Swainsboro is really good. Yeah. Swainsboro be the favorite in that game, actually. Yeah. So that's some of the games that we'll be watching for next week. And, you know, hey, we'll be talking about them here on the Scoreboard Show. 
We're going to have our reporters out around the area. Let's see, North Paulding at Walton. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's, that's one I'm going to keep an eye on. Keeping an eye on that one as well to see what happens with Walton. Off to a tremendous start. Watch and see what happens in that game. So those are the games for next Friday night, just some of them. Of course, there are a lot more, and we're going to be keeping an eye on those as we get set for this for this coming week. Uh, when you got to the schedule as a coach, when you get to this segment of the schedule, it was some things that you would always like to do with your team. This is like the midway point for some. Yeah. By week. You know, the, the teams that play deep in the playoffs every year yeah. like to say that they really try to mentally divide the season in three parts, you know, the non-region, the region, and the postseason. Um, if you can do that and kind of keep your feelings out of it, you, you really just wanted to improve at this point. The reality is, and I'm using McEachern because we just talked to Coach Reed, but, you know, they're two and four. But it doesn't matter if they were six and oh or two and four. It matters that they showed improvement at a certain level of execution, offense, defense, special teams, injury-free. So you really got to use a non-football measure to see where we are in this part of the season. And then starting in that region play, <laughs> you got to have one more point in the other team. I mean, it, it, so the shift becomes a little more about process, a little a little less maybe about the standard, you know, that you, you obviously want to play to a standard, but you got to win the game or the season's becoming more pointless if every week you're losing and talking about how we're about to start winning. Yeah. That's, that's not going to make it. So the early part of the season, if you're the team that's winning, you have to work on we're not good enough yet. Don't listen to any of that. Like, we're not there. And if you're losing, you have to say, don't listen to any of that. <laughs> we're not that bad. You know, we just got to fix a few things. But you get into that midpoint of the year, and you do start kind of figuring what you got. You're right. And that, 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 that over-hype of the beginning of the season where you're talking that either way, win or lose, you're reminding the, the players that it's not right. You get away from that, and you focus more on – the execution of that week, you're going to see less hitting in practice. You're going to see more uh, adjustments of the scheme. If you've been running this run play over and over, you're going to run it a little differently. Whereas early in the season, it's a little more about our base offense, our base defense. Can we jump on somebody early and it's hot and people are cramping? And so the game's just kind of different. Well, now you're getting into the time where the weather's not really an issue outside of rain. And then we're going to move into a time when weather is an issue again. Right, right. Just because it's cold. Right. So – you got to balance all those factors with some 15, 16, 17-year-olds. But other than that, it's no problem at all. Well, maybe they, <laughs> well, they, were, like, they were that when the season began, but at this juncture, you got yeah. room for maturity you and got growth. room for maturity. Yeah, you want those 10th graders to be starting to play like 11th graders now. You want those 11th graders to start emulating some seniors. Right. And you want those seniors to really be established leaders by this point in the year. That's what we look for. That's what we look for as we head into the next week of high school sports. It's been a great night, great show. Hope you enjoyed us. Our school days guest, Morgan Burnett. Our thanks to him. Also, uh, our, our coaches that join us, Coach Terrence Banks from Greene County and Coach Kareem Reed from McEachern uh, tonight. Also, our contributors, uh, we heard from Kevin Eichelberry from BTV, down in LaGrange, Kelly Price from Fox 5, High 5 Sports. And, of course, our crew, Day-Day Lewis, you know, Garrett Chapman, Eric Slaughter. Dom, exemplary work on the other side of the glass, plus Stevenson won tonight. <laughs> so glad you're with us. For Coach Chris Parker, I'm Sam Crenshaw saying so long. I'll see you back here Sunday morning with Jason Longshore, folks, uh, from 6 to 9 uh, here on Sports Radio 1990 Game and 1990Game.com. Available everywhere on Odyssey.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.